Entrepreneur on Fire bonus income report, November 2014. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Freepodcastcourse.com. Fire Nation, this is for you. A free 15-day podcast course where I share the exact steps of how to create your podcast, launch with the best strategy possible, grow your podcast audience to the tipping point, and then monetize that audience in a powerful way. Visit freepodcastcourse.com and start your podcasting journey today. What is happening, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and can you believe it's already December? Can you believe it's the last month of 2014? What are you going to do to make the most of it? What are you going to do to end 2014 on a high note? And even more importantly, what are your plans to make 2015 your best year? year ever. Well, I know that here at Fire Nation Land, Kate and I are doing everything we can to end on a high note. And I got to be honest with you, November 2014's income really does share that information with all of you because we had a gross income of November, our highest gross income month ever of $307,504.50. Our total expenses, though, they were a little up there. We had $88,883 in expenses. We'll be talking about that. But still, our total net profit for November was $218,621.50 for an increase of $35,701 from the previous month. So we're pretty stoked about that. And this income report today, I'm not going to lie to you, is going to be packed with a ton, a ton of value. And we're going to start off, get right into it with something you've heard before if you've listened to Entrepreneur on Fire, but you will never hear this enough because it will absolutely be the reason why your 2015 is your best year ever if you set yourself upright with the right masterminds. So many of you do know that my intimate mastermind is made up of just three people, myself, Rick Mulready, and Greg Hickman. The three of us meet every single week for an hour on Skype, and we have a blast. We put each other on the hot seat. We catch each other up. We ask each other questions. We share successes. We share struggles. We make sure that we keep everything in our businesses flowing forward with the help of each other. And we all bring something new and diverse to these mastermind meetings. And once a quarter, we go away. We take a little trip. We go somewhere pretty cool. And this quarter, or I should say for the Q4 quarter, we chose San Francisco as our location. And let me tell you, San Francisco has a lot of positives. But the biggest positive that I want to share with you is our ability to kind of hang out and sightsee a little bit. We went to the Golden Gate Bridge. We went to Alcatraz. We went to all the cool places that you hear about a lot, but you never really get to see unless you're in that city as a tourist. And something else that uh, San Francisco has that's pretty darn awesome is a lot of awesome entrepreneurs. That first day we got together, we were hanging out with Andrew Warner of Mixergy, Scott Dinsmore of Live Your Legend, Jada 
of simple green smoothies and just having a blast with these great entrepreneurs. And then Saturday, I had a little surprise for my boys. I brought over Tim Ferriss to hang out with us for four hours as a little mastermind. We went out to dinner together afterwards, and then we had a drink at one of the local establishments as well. And we were actually joined by an outside entrepreneur, Jeremy Franzen of Internet Business Mastery. He joined us for the whole weekend. We always invite one outside entrepreneur to come in to kind of bring even another dimension for these quarterly trips. Long story short, it was an amazing trip highlighted by Alcatraz, by the Golden Gate Bridge, and of course, by our Tim Ferriss drop-in. It's tough to beat that, my friends. But overall, I do just want to say nothing can beat a mastermind. It's going to be something that's going to allow you to start and have an amazing 2015 because it's a team coming together all with one purpose, growing each other's business. And speaking of growing your business, Fire Nation, we have a pretty exciting announcement. We have a new author in the room. So uh, let's have a little virtual raise of the hands with Kate Erickson as I bring her on to share something pretty exciting with you, Fire Nation. So Kate, take it away. Awesome. Thank you so much, John. What's up, Fire Nation? Really excited to be here. And I'm so, so stoked to be talking about the launch of the Fire Path book. Um, but John, before we do, I wanted just real quick, because I feel like a lot of people might be wondering this right now after hearing you talk about your amazing mastermind. Cool. What would be like your number one tip for somebody who's looking for a mastermind, but they're just not sure like where to go to find their Rick and their Greg? So there's a lot of different places that entrepreneurs hang out. And one of my favorite places right now is within actual groups that are already formed in Facebook, in LinkedIn, at meetup.com. There's already groups of very niche, very specific industry-focused entrepreneurs. Get into these free groups, engage, start to find people who are asking similar questions, who are having similar engagement levels, and then start reaching out to them and have some one-on-one conversations. Jump on Skype, have a conversation with them, see if there's that connection one-on-one. That can be the start. You know, it starts with one. You can grow it into two, three, four members. I don't recommend going much more than that because you definitely want to have a mastermind that is able to really focus on each individual on a consistent basis. But those are just some great places to start. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay, cool. Thanks. So um, yeah, I, w- I would love to talk about my journey to the launch of the fire path. If you guys have heard us talk about the fire path before, it's something that really gets us pumped because it's where your passion and our guidance unite. John and I have been so all in on this from day one and day one note was one year ago. One year ago, we started a campaign that was called The Fire Path. And it was a 16 email series that would walk you through the core basics of starting and growing your own business. So if you think about, you know, just starting day one, okay, you want to become an entrepreneur, where do you actually start? I mean, what is at the very ground level when you're creating a business? That's what The Fire Path is all about. We didn't want to just talk to you about, you know, the core basics of starting and growing your business. We wanted to actually give you actionable advice 
and examples and action steps that you could take to actually make it happen. So if you join us on the fire path, that's what you're going to get. We um, have kind of eased out the campaign now that the fire path book is live in Amazon. Um, becoming a published author has always been a dream of mine. So I'm really excited to have that out on Amazon. We have that linked up over at the post. And um, what's even more exciting is that our next step with the fire path, now that we've done the email campaign series, so let me, I just want to walk through the process a little bit so you can see, like, literally, it's taken a year to build this. So we did the email campaign series. Then I started posting each of the chapters on the blog as a blog post. Then I took those blog posts and I read them as episodes on Kate's Take, my podcast, Then I turned the entire series into a book and published it on Amazon. And the next thing that's coming out is going to be the Firepath course. And we're really stoked for that. You can see the power of leveraging multiple mediums with your content to really get that word out to reach people on different mediums, no matter where they are, whether people like to listen to a podcast, get their emails in their inbox read a blog, listen to a podcast. I mean, we're bringing the fire path to people on all different channels because we truly believe in what it has to offer entrepreneurs who are starting out, who are looking to grow their business and are really looking for that actionable advice to actually help them walk through these core basics of what it means to grow a successful and sustainable business. So I talk about who the fire path is for in detail. I write out my perfect avatar for this course that we're creating. And if you want to be on the list to learn more about that or to find out more about the fire path in general, you can head over to thefirepath.com. So Fire Nation, the biggest takeaway that I want you to have from this is the importance of offering content on different distribution channels because your avatars, your listeners, your readers, your viewers, they're going to be hanging out all over the place. They're going to be hanging out in iTunes. They're going to be hanging out on YouTube. They're going to be hanging out in Amazon. They're going to be hanging out on blogs, whatever it might be. You want to have content created that's where your avatars and potential avatars are going to be. So as you're seeing what Kate's done with the fire pass, she's taken just a blog post or actually even started out as just an email sequence and then turn them into blog posts and then turn them into podcasts and then turn them into a book. So now it's distributed and it's able to be found and seen by such different demographics and by so many different avatars that are searching for it using these different distribution channels that's the power of being everywhere. And that's actually something that inspired me pretty recently where I was realizing that, hey, we have this incredibly awesome thing called Podcasters Paradise. I mean, hello, 1,700 members and more growing every day. We've done now over $1.6 million in sales. Just in the month of November, we were over $200,000 in sales for Paradise just in that month. So I'm thinking, how can I get more people to even hear about Podcasters Paradise and this unbelievable community where we're teaching people how to create, grow, and monetize their podcast. You know, we already do this free live podcast workshop. I talk about it on my podcast, Entrepreneur on Fire. I have a book podcast launched on Amazon, but guess what? That's not enough. So I've taken Kate's lead. I followed her inspiration and I've created what is called the free 
podcast course. So go to freepodcastcourse.com, Fire Nation, and you're going to see my version of the Fire Path. You're going to be able to sign up for a completely free podcast course, hence the name, freepodcastcourse.com, and you're going to be getting 15 emails in a row with 15 video tutorials every single day that's going to take you another step through the podcasting process, literally from step one to step done. So if you want to start a podcast, this is your go-to source, and it's going to be delivered via email, but I didn't want to stop there. I then went ahead and created a 20-episode podcast called Free Podcast Course Podcast. See, keep everything branded, Fire Nation. Just like Kate did with the Fire Path, I'm keeping things branded with Free Podcast Course. So now you can go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio, type in my name or Free Podcast Course Podcast, and you'll come to my podcast that's there. And that's just a free 20-episode podcast on exactly how to podcast. And all of these things feed off of each other. So as you're seeing what Kate as you're seeing what Kate is doing, as you're seeing what I'm doing here, think about how you, our listener, can do that for what you're creating, for what your zone of genius is, whatever that passion and whatever that expertise molding that you have together, that zone of genius, how can you create something that feeds off of itself? That's just kind of this in evergreen type funnel that just keeps growing and growing with itself. So just like you can go to thefirepath.com, you can go to freepodcastcourse.com. You can get into both of these funnels. You can see how we do it. You can model it. Of course, learn a lot along the way, but then model it for what you want to do in your world. So those are a number of really cool things that we have going on. And, and Kate, before we even move on, is there anything you want to add last minute about the fire path specifically? Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like maybe I didn't do a great job of explaining. Like when I said that the what's different about the fire path is that we're going to give you that actionable advice that doesn't just talk about the importance, um, you know, of different aspects of starting and growing your business, but it's really about showing you how to actually do those things. So instead of just telling you that it's really important to have an avatar for your business, the fire path is actually going to teach you how to define your avatar. Instead of just telling you that building relationships is really important in your business, we're actually going to teach you how to go about starting to build relationships. So um, I'm glad you asked, John. I just wanted to add that in just because I want people to really understand what the difference is between the fire path and, you know, there's a lot of information out there on starting and growing your business. I'm really fired up and passionate about the fire path because we're talking like step-by-step information on how to actually do this stuff. We're taking out the guesswork and we're giving you a path to follow to get this done and get it done right. So super stoked for that. Super stoked. And just in summation, the fire path, Fire Nation, is where your passion and our guidance unite. So thefirepath.com. And of course, we're podcasters and we love podcasting. Freepodcastcourse.com. Both of these are going to give you incredible value and incredible insights on how to build your funnels as well. So let's move forward, and we're going to move forward to a little place that Kate likes to call heaven on earth. I personally call it Starbucks, and <laughs> it's, there's a number of them within walking distance here in PB, and uh, not too long ago, Kate stumbled into one, uh, one dreary morning. She needed a, a little pick-me-up, so she ordered her 
famous latte, handed over a credit card. And Kate, I'll let you take it from here. Yeah. So I hand my credit card over the counter and the guy kind of looks at it. And usually people don't really look at your credit card. You know, they're just in the motion of like grabbing, swiping, handing back. But this guy actually took a look at my Chase Inc. card, which has Entrepreneur on Fire on it. He looked at me and he said, Entrepreneur on Fire? And I was like, okay, I think he might just be being kind of sarcastic. Like he thinks that I've actually put that on my card because I think that I'm an entrepreneur who is like really cool and on fire. And then so I just kind of smiled back at him. And then he said, no, seriously, do you actually work for this company? And I was like blown away because this is really the first time that anybody has ever like stopped me or said that in person before. And I was like, Oh, well, I not only work for that company, like that is my company. You know, I'm partners with John Lee Dumas, we run the business together. And he is like, no way. My best friend in the world is like the biggest fan of your show. He's been hounding me to get listening to your podcast forever. Now. He's like, this is just so cool that you're like standing on the other side of the counter at Starbucks. So Really, well, not so much a long story, but to kind of make it short, this guy ends up reaching out to us via our contact form on the website after that day that I met him at Starbucks. And he's like, hey, guys, this is Matt. I met Kate at Starbucks the other day. I just wanted to reach out and let you guys know how much I appreciate the show. And oh, by the way, I'm a photographer. So if you guys are ever looking for somebody local to maybe help you take some shots, you know, I would love to talk to you guys more about that. Well, turns out John and I's last quote unquote photo shoot for like actual images that we could use for the business Together, I guess, because John, you did that photo shoot with, uh, remind me of his name, where he helped you with the images that you have. Oh, that was Josh. Josh. Okay. So aside from those photo shoots, the last time we actually sat down and had photos taken, <laughs> this is pretty funny. It was off a Groupon in Maine before we moved back to San Diego. Remember that studio that we went to? <laughs> Very well. So that black and white image that you might recognize of me that I used to have on all my social media channels, that was the last time we took a photo shoot together for like actual Entrepreneur on Fire photos. Anyways, we decided that it was time to really take it to the next level. And the reason that I'm going into so much detail about this is to let you guys kind of see that John and I started off with images for our business at a studio in Maine off a Groupon that we bought. I mean, we did not go out and spend hundreds of dollars on a fancy photographer to take all these great images of us. I mean, that stuff that's happened over time for us, that stuff that's happened over now, we're over two years old. And I would say, you know, John, let me know if you disagree, but Matt coming in and doing this photo shoot for us is really the first time that we've like taken this hardcore seriously. Yeah, Would you say that? Totally. So Matt comes over to our place in Pacific Beach. We spent an entire afternoon together taking great shots. Um, we went to a local cafe here. Um, Matt set up some really, really cool shots of us just doing the things that we love. Total lifestyle shots, shots that we can use in marketing on the website um, for different campaigns that we're doing. And we just had a blast with Matt. So much so that he ended up coming back the next morning to help us take some more shots. So we're really looking forward to getting those back from Matt. We'd love to share them with you guys on the website. You'll probably be seeing them, you know, on some of our landing pages and stuff. 
Um, Matt was just so awesome to work with. We had such a great time together. And, you know, it, another lesson learned here is it just goes to show that you never really know who you're going to meet. I mean, I was at Starbucks buying a latte and I met the guy that, you know, in three months from that point in time was going to be at our house taking pictures of us for our business. So pretty cool story. Pretty awesome stuff. And oh, by the way, Fire Nation, add me on Instagram because we'll be sharing some of these photos on Instagram. And my 2015 resolution is actually to start getting serious about Instagram. I just posted a pretty awesome shot of my new favorite scotch. It's a 14-year-old Oban, uh, incredible single malt whiskey. So go ahead and, and check that out. But add me, entrepreneur on fire. And I would love to uh, start going back and forth on Instagram with all y'all. And this brings us to one of my favorite parts of the program. Actually, I'm lying. It's my favorite part of the program because I just get to hang out and not talk. That's when I bring on my CPA and your CPA, Fire Nation, on fire, Mr. Josh Bowerly of CPAonfire.com. So, Josh, without any further ado, you have some pretty cool things to share with us. In fact, I think this is the final um, actual episode of a series that we've been doing. Correct me if I'm wrong, but either way, take it away. You got some great stuff for us. Yeah, this is uh, tip number five of our five tax tips for entrepreneurs. Where does the time go, John? (laughs) No, but this this one's actually a pretty basic one. But in my opinion, it's by far the most important. And that is to hire a professional to help you with your taxes. And I know that might sound a little, you know, I'm a CPA. I'm telling you to hire a CPA. (laughs) But I mean, the numbers back it up. It's mind blowing what it does. For instance, did you know that the average entrepreneur spends 23 hours preparing their own taxes? No. So I did some math for you. And back in October, you you made $755 per hour. Yes. If you spent 23 hours doing your tax return, it would cost you $17,388. Ouch! That's a lot of money. Yeah. So that's one reason, the time alone. On top of that, you're you're probably going to leave something behind. I mean, there's a reason that they make us take all these classes every year to to keep up to date with this stuff. It's changing constantly. They try to confuse people, it seems like. (laughs) You got to have someone that's looking out for you here. Um, one way or another, it's going to save you money. They're either going to get you some deductions that you didn't know you could take, or they're going to keep you from taking deductions that you're not allowed to take, which is really just as important. No one wants to get audited. Exactly. And if you do, you want to make sure that you did the right thing so you're not paying more money. Boom. So there's three things I want you to look for when it comes to picking out a tax preparer. And the number one thing is uh, some type of certification. And it, it's, it's pretty wild that you don't have to have a certification to prepare taxes. I mean, you could go tomorrow and, and open, you could steal CPA on fire from me and tell people you're a tax preparer and you'd legally be allowed to prepare their taxes. So you want to make sure they have a certification backing up that they know what they're talking about. Um, obviously, I'm going to endorse the CPA designation. It's the one I have. There are a few others, uh, like an enrolled agent. The thing I like about the CPA, though, is you know that, one, you can look it up online and make sure that they're not lying about it. Uh, you can see if there's any ethics violations. You know they have to have 80 hours of continuing education every two years. So you know they're on top of their game. It's obviously no guarantee, but it, it's going to help you get off on the right foot. 
Uh, the number two thing I want you to look for is what, t- what size firm they're in. Now, if you're a, a solopreneur, have a few employees, you don't want to go to a big four accounting firm. They're gonna, their biggest clients are $10 million, $100 million clients. So you're just going to be, you know, you're, you're going to get a college intern doing your tax return. That's not what you want. You want someone's firm that matches up with the size of you. So maybe someone that's on their own, maybe someone that has one or two other tax preparers in their office. But you want to know the person that's actually preparing your taxes. And the number three thing I want you to look for is how aggressive they are. Um, I mean, the, the sad part is that the, the tax code's not written in black and white. There's a lot of gray area. So that means there's varying levels of aggressiveness on your tax return. You might get an older guy who does everything exactly by the book, and you want to be a little more aggressive. Or you might get someone who's super aggressive, and you don't want to be that aggressive. So this is a conversation you want to have up front. Hey, how aggressive are you? Here's what I have in mind. And they should be able to walk you through what they believe in and what the, kind of the deductions they think you can take and why they think you can take them and what's maybe more risky than others. So those are the three things I want you to look for. And if you're a business owner, you haven't taken the plunge yet, it's time to hire some help for taxes. If you're, if you're an employee, go ahead and use TurboTax. But once you step up your game and you're an entrepreneur, go get a, a CPA or someone to prepare your taxes. And this is the big takeaway that I really want to make sure that Fire Nation is really absorbing here is it is going to save you money. It will save you money to hire somebody. You will spend X and you will gain Y and Y will be more than X. It's just a reality. And then when you add the time on top of that, it's just an absolute no brainer. So, you know, Josh, I heard that uh, you're taking phone calls. So how can we reach you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the easiest way is get on our website, cpionfire.com, or just email us directly, josh at cpaonfire. cpaonfire.com or josh at cpaonfire. And I think we have a couple tweet questions that have come up over the past couple of days. So Kate, why don't you pose those to Josh? Yeah, awesome. So I'm going to start with one that was actually posted on our October 2014 um, income report in the comment section. So this question was from Warren. And Warren says, um, I was wondering about the payroll to Kate and John. So he's asking, does this mean that your guys's salary for the month is just the amount that you list under payroll? And if so, what happens to the rest of your net income? Does it go back into your business, into a savings account, or does it go to other investments? Because Warren's just curious since he thought that we would receive the entire net income as our salary. Yeah, and this is a great question and really one we should do an actual full tax tip on at some point. But the, the basic of it is, as an S-corporation, um, the, the way you save money on taxes is by not getting hit with self-employment taxes. And in order to take advantage of that, you want your salary to be as low as legally possible. But the beautiful thing is that on top of your salary, you can take out any additional profits you want with no additional tax hit. So yeah, you're, you're, the salary was, is somewhere around 14000 but you could take out really all 300000 if you want and have no additional taxes. Wow. So yeah, it's, it's really awesome. And you, you don't want to take the full thing out as a salary. You save money by having that salary low. So it's a little confusing when you first hear it, but it's, it's, it's a great thing and definitely something looking into. 
Awesome. Thanks for that, Josh. I think it's a great question too, Warren. Thank you for posting that in the comment section. Um, and I also want to call out a question from Rideshare Guy. He uh, tweeted this in and Rideshare Guy has taken full advantage of this tax tips because he was actually on our last monthly income report as well. Rideshare! <laughs> but I love this. I mean, you guys, we want you to um, feel totally comfortable and open with tweeting us your questions because we love answering them. So I was just actually on that guy's podcast. I just remember that. Oh, yeah, random. awesome. Huh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Rideshare Guy says, how do I report and track payments to foreign virtual assistants versus what I pay for like a Fiverr or a quote unquote American virtual assistant? And he's wondering just in terms of like the 1099. Yeah, another great question, actually. Um, so first of all, if they're a foreign VA, you don't have to issue them a 1099. So that makes things simple. You still want to track it and keep your records and know who you paid it to and how much you paid them, but you do not have to issue them a 1099. Um, the other thing is if you're going through a site like Odesk or Fiverr or Freelancer and you're paying the site and then the site pays the VA, you don't have to send out a 1099 for that either because you're not technically paying the VA, you're paying the site. The only people you have to send a 1099 to are American citizens who you individually pay $600 or more per year. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, that, that makes it a lot simpler. Uh, no, no foreign ones and no, no people that you pay through the company. Awesome. That, I actually just learned something right there. Josh, you're awesome. <laughs> Josh, Mr. CPA on fire himself. Thank you again for those wonderful tax tips. I'm looking forward to see what you have in store for us in December's income report. Now that we're done with this series of five and uh, why don't you give a little sayonara, my friend, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Yeah, we'll see you next month, Fire Nation. Boom. So Fire Nation, we're going to move forward now to our team because let's be straightforward here. Kate and I, we can get a lot done, but you don't make $307,000 in one month without a team behind you, without a way to find, to leverage and scale your time, your knowledge. So we want to give a, a shout out, a huge thanks to our team, JM, Jess, and Adil. Uh, JM is our social media manager. She's from the Philippines. We also have Jess, who's our community rock star. She runs our communities in our back end with Infusionsoft. She's from the Philippines. And then we have Adil, originally from Pakistan, now living it up in Dubai. Thanks in part to his entrepreneur on fire paycheck. He is our video and audio pro. We couldn't do it without the three of you. So JM, Jess, Adil, on behalf of Kate and I, Thank you so much. And on behalf of Fire Nation, too, because of what you provide them, thank you so much. We actually do want to give a special shout out to JM because she celebrated her two and a half year anniversary with Entrepreneur on Fire just last month and has recently helped take our social media strategy to that next level with a new awesome social sharing platform called Meet. Edgar. I'm actually interviewing the founder of Meet Edgar in a couple days here, Laura Roder. She's going to be going live on January 1st in a special episode, so stay tuned for that. And Fire Nation, without further ado, our 2014 income breakdown. Product and service income, $287,334. Podcasters Paradise, our biggest month ever, $212,000. Webinar on fire, kind of a light month, $6,427. 
podcast on fire brought in 400 and sponsorship revenue was $55,000. Fire Nation Elite, $11,669. And that pretty much wraps up most, a majority, I'd say about 90, 90 to 95% of our product and service income. Affiliate income came in at $20,000. Some of the highlights there, Bluehost, $3,600. Audible, $1,500. Uh, Life on Fire, $1,500. The Business Podcaster Summit, $776. Libsyn, $497. Amy Porterfield, promotion, almost $3,000. Um, so those are pretty much our highlights. Oh yeah, Social Media Marketing World, over $1,000. So that conference coming up, which brought our total gross income to 307000 Business expenses, we had some high ones. <laughs> just spent $7,000 on education. I just hired a mentor who I'll probably be talking about more in depth next month because he's, br- he's actually coming out to San Diego. His name is Sean Stevenson of The Model Health Show. If you're into fitness and health at all, check out his podcast because wow, is he a rock star. Um, so I hired him for the next three months to be my fitness and nutrition mentor. He's coming out for a personal visit, but that did bring my education experience expenses up a notch to $7,000. You know, just overall, I mean, you can come and check out all of our expenses, all of our income at eofire.com slash income 15. I don't want to bore you too much with numbers because I do want to move forward into lessons learned in November. We learned a lot, Fire Nation. I'm going to have Kate kind of bring it home after I talk about you know what I really want to want to really highlight for my big lesson learned in November. There's a reason why Podcasters Paradise crossed two hundred thousand dollars, and it's called joint ventures. I did joint ventures with multiple incredible entrepreneurs this month. I did a joint webinar for Podcasters Paradise with Ryan Lee, with Vince Reed. I did one with David Seitman Garland. I did one with Jamie Tardy. I mean, just incredible entrepreneurs. And what did they do? They emailed their list and they said, hey, this entrepreneur that I know, John Lee Dumas, has a great program, Podcasters Paradise. Come check out this hour workshop. You're going to learn a ton of value. And then he's going to tell you about his community at the end. Even if you leave without joining the community, you'll have, you'll have received a ton of value. And so they drove a ton of people to these different webinars. I got to just get up there and present what I love to present, which is podcasting and give a ton of value. And we did a ton of sales for Podcasters Paradise that we would not have done without these JV relationships. But the point here in the Lesson Learned Fire Nation is these type of relationships are invaluable, but they do not come overnight. They come with time. They come with effort. They come with just that giving mentality. I've given so much to all of these entrepreneurs, just like they've given back to me. Ryan Lee came out here and put a conference on a couple months ago, and for zero cost and zero request, I just went out and I spoke at that conference. I spent the whole day out there with him. And because of that, you know, we have this incredible relationship, and he wanted to give back to me. So there's just been a number of times when I have built really strong relationships through that act of giving. And there's actually a great quote that I just noticed Kate put here by Zig Ziglar. You can have everything in life you want if you will just help other people get what they want. And that's what I've been doing for so long with Entrepreneur on Fire. I've been putting people on a stage, on a platform in front of you, Fire Nation, and giving them great exposure 
all for nothing, just you know, for their time, which I've asked and, and they've granted and it's benefited them as well. So this is incredibly powerful. This is so important for you as you're growing your business. How are you structuring your business so you are building these type of relationships? How are you building your business so that you can structure these type of win-win scenarios with just awesome people? And when you're doing this, realize that, hey, this isn't something that's going to happen today or tomorrow or next month. It could happen years down the road. And for me, sometimes it did take two years for these relationships to get to the point where these joint ventures became possible. So, you know, that's really my big takeaway for the month when I see over $200,000 in revenue for Podcasters Paradise and I step back and ask why. This is a big reason why. So, Kate, why don't you take us home here, kind of maybe wrap up, you know, what I've talked about here with the JV thing, what you saw from your perspective, and then we'll say goodbye. For sure. So something that I really pulled out of, you know, this month, us being able to make the mark that we did with over 300,000, over 210,000 on Podcasters Paradise alone, is that not only do these relationships take, you know, this time and this nurturing, but the time that you invested up front in creating this amazing free live workshop for Podcasters Paradise has paid us back in like an unbelievable amount of value that we've been able to provide to people. The number of people we've been able to reach with this webinar is mind blowing. The people that we've been able to help to start a podcast from this webinar, the relationships that we've built through these JV partnerships that we've been doing. And John, it's all because you've taken the time and invested the time in figuring out how to leverage this webinar and optimize it so that it's the best webinar that it can be. And you didn't sit down and put this webinar together in, you know, four hours and then just say, all right, let's start doing the podcast workshop. I mean, you've been improving this webinar week after week after week. Talk about putting in 10,000 hours. I mean, I, it, it has maybe not been 10,000 <laughs> hours, but I mean, you Feels put like in, it. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've been doing at least one webinar a week for over a year now. And Imagine how many hours that is, not only on a live webinar where you're practicing your webinar skills and your presentation skills, but all the time you spend before the webinar and after the webinar tweaking and testing different things. And look what it's paid out for us. I mean, look what it's done for Podcasters Paradise. 90% of our sales for Podcasters Paradise have come from a live webinar. And, you know, I just think it's really great to step back and reflect on the time that you've invested in creating this presentation and how you continue to test and tweak and improve it and what it's done week after week. I mean, you use basically the same format and the same presentation. You know, you tweak it a little bit depending on the audience and what we've learned from the week before. But man, think of everything that's come from this one presentation and look at what it's created. And Fire Nation, the most important thing to take away from what Kate's saying here is, my first webinar was not good. It just wasn't good. Your first webinar is not going to be good. But if you want to be, do. And so I wanted to be a great webinar presenter. I wanted to create a great webinar. So I had to just start by creating a webinar. I had to start by creating a workshop. And then every single time I got a little bit better feedback from the audience, feedback from Kate, feedback from other people, improving, improving, improving. And so we've gotten it down to a system where it is spot on. So 
get going. Close down 2014 by taking that first step by just doing so that in 2015, you can make it your best year ever. So without any further ado, Fire Nation, we've kept you now for over 40 minutes. And I know that you've enjoyed every second of it, or at least I hope you have. And I just want to say on behalf of Fire Nation, or I should say our fire team, and again, that comes from me, that comes from Kate, from Josh, from JM, from Adil, from Jess. You know, it takes it takes people to build this, and you're part of that Fire Nation, so thank you. And, you know, I'll sign off. I'll let Kate say goodbye as well. And Fire Nation, I know that I will catch you on the flip side. Thanks for joining us, guys. Fire Nation. My podcast, free podcast course, is just that. A free podcast course delivered via a podcast. Listen as I walk you through every step of the podcasting process, from creating that podcast to launching it with power, growing that audience to a tipping point that will then allow you to monetize in a massive way. Every episode is another step in your podcasting journey, and they are all awaiting you now. Simply search free podcast course or John Lee Dumas in your favorite podcast directory, subscribe and press play. Let's prepare to ignite. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite.